It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with me, he. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. America, twerk is something. What you won't do? I got the tea. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Hey, hey, twerk it, hey, twerk it. Shanghai, hey, hey, Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai. Hey, good people. Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. This is episode 81, Hell's Angels. I hope everyone had a good Memorial Day weekend. I know I did. Yesterday was a lit day for me. I had me a really good time. And today I relaxed, went to a couple of cookouts, you know, just did a little, you know, chill little thing. So now it's back to work tomorrow and now we're here to talk our shit, okay? So let's get into the show. So damn America, country fans are big mad because Little X has a collection with Raggler jeans. So if everyone doesn't know who Little X is, he's the one that's the one that sings that trash. Well, the song is trash to me. I feel like I can't stand the song. The can nobody tell like the old school something is called. Um, it's him. He's twenty years old. He has the song is on Billboard Top One Hundred. He does a song with Miley Cyrus' father. Whatever. So, the country fans are big mad because Raggler Jeans is doing a collection with him. And they feel like he is not, well, the country fans feel like the guy is not representing country music. And he's making a mockery of it. So, they can't believe that this company would, you know, side with him and make him him the face. And I'm like, okay. So, first of all. I never even heard of Raggler. I've heard of Raggler Jeans. Let me take that back. But I didn't even know that people still bought them. I didn't even know that they can be, you know, sold anywhere. I didn't know any of that. So that was definitely was a surprise to me when I hear about him getting the collection. Um, a lot of people are mad because now you guys know how it feels when you try to steal shit. Okay? Because y'all steal shit from black people every day. You at least you try to, okay? And, you know, I never try to make the show about a race issue, but sometimes in certain situations and certain topics, it needs to be brought up. And in this certain situation, in this topic, the white people are big mad because a company is deciding to put a black face on something that they feel belongs to them. Now, how the fuck do you think that makes us feel when the company chooses or the company mocks blackface and don't do it correctly instead of making us the face of their brands? Uh, how do you think we feel when the white skinny girl gets the face of the cover of the magazine versus the nice natural 
dark-skinned, voluptuous, okay, black girl. Hmm. Yeah, let's think about that. Think about that. So when the shit happened to them, they crying wolf. They can't believe it. This is the disgrace. Like everything had to stop. But when we see this shit every day, 365 days, you think we crying wolf? No. We just looking at y'all like, mm, okay, I, I get it. They they, they want to be us. So I get it. Get it. But we're the best. Like DJ Khaled would say. We, we're the best. We the best. Okay. Yeah, I feel he doesn't represent country music. Why? Because he adds some beats to the back? Then, y'all telling this company that he's a disgrace. First of all, this boy has a whole lyric in his song that is shouting out the company. So, of course, the company is going to pick him up and want him to be the face of the collection. Y'all not fucking doing that. Okay? Then, on top of that, you talking about you not going to wear these jeans to the rodeo. What then find some other ones then I'm sure you got plenty to choose from What's so fucking special about Ragler? Do they make some certain fit for the rodeo Like I'm not understanding what the big issue is here Like why is this even an issue Why is this even up for debate Why are they even stressing about it And making it a big deal You know why Because it's affecting them <laughs> when it affects them, they get all crazy and they get so passionate and all this other stuff. But they can't understand why we get so passionate about certain things that we fight for and certain brands that don't understand us. They can't, they don't get that. But now that this brand has decided to have another face to represent, oh, now the shit doesn't hit the fan. Give me a fucking break. I hope this little boy, I hope he models the shit out of these jeans. I hope they look cute. I hope he bring all his black homeboys that he got in the studio wearing a pair of jeans with him, okay? I hope they hook it up so good that it look damn good that everybody's going to go out. Well, no. Not everybody because I ain't going to go out and get them. I got to see the fit first. Like if they skinny fit and they probably, you know, make my butt look a little cute, then I'll probably get them. If they high-waisted, then I'll probably get them too. But, you know, I can't have nothing real big, you know, no big label on the back that say Ragler. Like that's not even cute. They're going to have to make it like really small, you know. Like I can't. Then it got to be a certain type of wash that I got to have. Like I don't know if it's like a denim type of wash. Then I might want like a light wash. You know, I got to figure out the different stuff first because I can't just go out here and just buy these jeans but hopefully all his mans looks good in them you know hopefully people that follow him they will go out and buy him first you know before I can look at him to see what they you know looking you know see what they looking like but you know Ragler I'm glad y'all ain't back down I'm glad y'all let y'all fans know that he's gonna be the that he's gonna be what y'all want, he's going to be what people are going to see. So I'm glad they want to put their foot down with that. I'm glad you guys allowed it. I'm glad you guys let it be, okay, known that you're going to have him represent him. So with that being said, I mean, damn America. I guess you country fans are just going to have to continue to be big mad. And then continue to be very big mad when you guys have the Country Music Awards and he's invited. Hmm. Can't nobody tell me nothing. What y'all gonna do then? Can't. What y'all gonna do? Nothing. Nothing. So, damn America. Katrina Stagger. Her ad stirs the pot. Because her ad shows nearly naked white women being groped by black male hands. So, this was on my Facebook. 
my uh, not my Facebook. I can't stand Facebook. This was on my Instagram. I post a picture of the ad and I wanted all my followers and everybody to chime in and got some good responses back from people. And this whole ad, it started a little bit of controversy. Well, not controversy. It's just that it had people stuck because people couldn't understand what exactly this ad was representing. So at the bottom of the ad also, it says hashtag hate better. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it was there for. So this picture, the back of the picture, because I'm, you know, everyone I don't know if you saw on my Instagram, but the back of the picture is a is of a white woman's back and her behind. And then she has a bra on, a black bra, and like the hands are like tagging at her bra. Then they're groping on her butt, groping on her leg, underneath her butt, and they're all black hands. So when I see this, this insinuates that you're making a statement that all black men are the reason why majority of, I guess, white women or whatever, or are to be the ones that disrespect women or are the ones that are the rapists or whatever the case may be. I don't know what you were trying to represent. But then you go on to say about how this represents how you can do whatever you want with your body. Um, excuse me, nobody should tell you what to do with your body. Basically, since we have all the whole thing with the abortion thing come going and the um with the Muslims, with the with the hair wraps, like all of that. So, you know, she's saying, like, I'm a mistress of my pleasure. I'll do with my body as I please, where I please, and with whomever I please. I love my Sullivan. So, she said, I'm sorry. She said she loves her Sullivan boyfriend. And whatever he is, black, yellow, white, red, or all of the colors of the rainbow. Okay, so... She said the piece is the regulation of female sexuality that lies at the core of all particle politics. <sighs> okay, so she says she loves her Salvian boyfriend, whether he's black, white, red, or colors of the rainbow. Why didn't you make all the hands the colors of the rainbow then? Like, why did you just single out and just pick out one race? which is the black race, which is the race that always gets always, which is the race that doesn't get the recognition, recognition that it needs. But instead, this picture is like really making us or making our men look bad. And when I looked at it, I had to look at it multiple times because I was very confused. I was like, okay, well, maybe this is saying that black men love white women. I don't know. Then it was just like, okay, maybe this is representing the black culture of black men very wrongly. And then I just looked at it again. And I'm just like, I'm just still so fucking confused. Like, what exactly is this representing? Because even though I said these two things, I don't even know if these these two things even make any sense to go with the picture. Artistry is supposed to, you're supposed to express yourself. 
you're supposed to show people what you feel or show people certain things through your art. That's just like with writing. If you're a journalist, you write and you talk about how you feel or whatever the case may be. That right there, whatever she was trying to convey, whatever she was trying to show, she failed at it. She failed because that picture doesn't represent anything that I just read that she said it was trying to represent. It just really threw people off and it really threw me off. And sometimes when people are trying to be such of a feminist, um, sometimes I feel like they take their fe- they take the feminism to the extreme, and not everyone can be a feminist. Not everyone can you know know about the movement. Not everyone can be a part of the movement. And I feel like she is one of these people that are that is I'm sorry a feminist, and she's a new feminist because she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. This ad is horrible. I don't know what she thought it was representing. I don't know what she thought it could represent. I don't know what she was trying to convey or come across, but she failed at it. And with the hashtag hate better, that didn't do anything for the post. I don't even know what the hashtag was created for or why it was even on the post. So sometimes as an artist, you really have to think and you really have to look over you know, not look over, but like really, really kind of give some type of justification for your work. Like this, right, that justification or that, you know, um, what she explained, it doesn't fit with the photo. Like it didn't make any sense to me. Um, It just really just took me back and just really made me... I don't even really know how it made me feel. It didn't make me feel any type of way. It just made me look at her like, if I was really interested into art and art was my thing, I wouldn't buy shit from her because I wouldn't understand none of her fucking pieces. And I wouldn't get any of her pieces. So, homegirl, you failed, okay? Whatever you were trying to do or thought that you did or thought that you was, or thought that, people will understand I don't know we ain't understand it and it it was horrible horrible choice of uh artistry like it was just terrible so um she got a lot of slack about it on Instagram and Twitter like a lot of people were like lost um some somebody said that she actually she said actually I noticed that these are white men with black painted hands. Their hands are painted black to show how racist white people always blame the innocent black man. They paint the picture that black men is violent. Okay, I could see that too. I can see that as well. Um, then one person was like, "White hands taking harassing insulting painted black." At first glance, you think it's just black people being criminals when the reality is white people pulling the strings putting pitting us against each other and hiding behind glass lightning and propaganda okay that i can see as well maybe um so i guess people are also someone explained the hashtag hate better why hate people based on their race when there are so much better things you can you could be hating people for so maybe i guess 
people like understood it and they looked a little deeper into it and that's what they got out of the meeting. But at first, a lot of people were just like, what the fuck? Um, somebody was just like, so are they trying to state with the hashtag hate better is portraying that white is better and black individuals are haters or what that can't be? Throw the whole damn poster. Yeah, like I'm with her. Throw the whole damn poster away. Start all over again. Write down your ideas again because this is hard. Like it's fail. Like it's terrible. Like I don't know what the fuck that was. Like it's a horrible piece. A horrible piece. Like I hope it didn't stay wherever that location is. I hope it didn't stay on there for a long time because it was it it was it was bad. It was bad. So, you know, Katrina, I hope you, (laughs) when you do other feature pieces, if they're trying to be political pieces, I don't know what aim you're going for, but you need to change it because it's not working for you, Speedy, at all. And country music fans, don't be afraid. Don't be sad. Just wear your regular jeans, okay? Just wear them. I mean, I don't see what the big issue is because this little boy is going to be the face of the damn collection, the damn brand. I mean, he shots them out in the whole song. Like, why would you not think that they will, you know, want him to be their sponsor? So at the end of the day, y'all need to get the fuck over it, okay? Y'all tell us to get the fuck over it when we come at y'all for doing everything that we're trying to do. So how about y'all get the fuck over it and just cry us just cry. It's not, don't even cry a river because we don't even want it at this point. Just just let it be. Just let, just let the river flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Because right now, I, what I thought y'all thought was going to happen, that Raglan was going to cut him off because y'all, you know, put y'all little foot down, y'all little cowboy boots down. But that didn't happen. And I'm glad that that didn't happen. I'm glad they, you know, was like, no. We want him and he's going to be the face. And that's what they stuck with. So shout out to Rackler Jeans. Okay. Shout out to y'all. So let's get into our rising star. So our rising star, we have Carlos Marshall and Moses B. Mabiche. So these people are with the founders of um, the Conscious Connect. So... Carlos, he was born and raised in the champion city of Springfield, Ohio. He's an educational architect, street organizer, and cultural innovator. Um, Let's see. He earned his master's of science in education from the University of Dayton in 2015. And he has... Prior to that, he graduated cum laude with a bachelor's of arts in psychology I'm sorry, physiology, no, psychology, with a minor in African and diaspora studies in 2013 um, from Wittenberg University. Uh, he also, in 2013, he was on a staff at Art Street University at J- Dayton. Uh, he became the first professional staff member dedicated to the Institute for Arts. Uh, let's see. And then his other, like his other co-partner Moses, uh, he he's from Cameroon. Uh, he let's see, 
he has, where did he, I'm trying to see where he went to school. He went to the same school as the other guy. Uh, he pursues studies in political science and African studies at Whitburg University. Um, he graduated in 2013. Um, let's see. He has used his intellectual foundation along with unforgettable skill set as a public speaker, financer, and community builder, and serving families in financial need. Um, so I'm trying to... So this, the thing that they do, the conscious uh, connect... I think it's like a, um, I think, um, when I read about it, it's like a, so they do like neighborhood and school, like, uh, damn, like it helps the kids, like it helps like the urban education, like ecosystem. So it, it creates like, it helps them with their literacy, like their, their reading. Um, so it's all over. Um, it was established in 2015. So, like, those two are the two, like, founders of the Conscious Connect. Uh, their vision is to spark a world-class cultural renaissance and neighborhood movement by restoring the essence and nasis, essence and nuisance of urban cultures and communities. So, um, shout out to them. Um, you can find more about them on the consciousconnect.org. So let me see. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. So shout out to them. Um, so I know a lot of people probably, you know, celebrated Memorial Day weekend. They went out, they probably twerked their lives away and had a good time. I did a couple of twerks here and there. Yes, I did good people and I had a good time twerking. I sure did. Um, so, <laughs> Bow Wow. <laughs> Bow Wow has a message for the IG models, okay? So, basically, he came on IG and was basically like, look, how are these bitches getting to, to these trips? Like, who's paying for them? How are they getting there? This is not, like, they don't have no jobs for real. Blah, 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 blah. But this came after I saw a post that his ex-girlfriend posted of her, like, being in Jamaica. Bow, are you jealous? Because all you date is IG models. So now you trying to sit back and have a revolution. Like you like you're trying to figure out what are you trying to figure out? Exactly, Bow Wow. Like what exactly are you trying to figure out? So he's like <laughs> he's mad because he's like, Oh, have you ever noticed that IG models take um take more vacations than the average? Like you ain't got no car, no home, but you in Dubai this week and Turks next week. Who paying for this shit? And they never show the niggas they gonna vacate with trying to make it look like it's all the girls. Stop it. Nigga, it sounds like you're mad. It sounds like you're jealous. It sounds like you've been one of those niggas. And you you mad because you ain't get on IG. Then he's like, plane tickets are 2K and plus food plus hotel. We know y'all not paying for this shit. Hell, you asked me to pay for Uber to get you home, so I know you're not busting 15000 on no trip. So basically, it sounds like I said personal. You coming at 
your ex-girl because she's on a fucking trip, okay? So what, nigga, if she asks you to get an Uber? She not supposed to be spending her money, period. Okay, period. Listen, y'all niggas always want to fly these bitches out. Y'all niggas always in these bitches DMs. Y'all niggas did this, okay? So don't get mad when these bitches is out here finessing off of your coin. You provided the coin. You came at her. You stay in the DMs. You stay flaunting her around. You buy her the shots. You buy her everything that she wants. So now, nigga, because she's living her best life without you and she's thotting or whatever she's doing without you, you mad, nigga? You, now you sitting back? With your little feet figuring, trying to figure shit out. Like, it's not for you to figure out. Like, if you're trying to reevaluate yourself and reevaluate the things that you did about while, so how about you just say that? How about you just say, you know, I'm sitting back reflecting on how I had Sierra, but then Future stole her. My baby mother, she had my beautiful daughter, and then Future stole her. And then Future got her pregnant, so now my beautiful daughter has a baby brother, and Future is the father. Oh, so then, you know, my other girl... She a model. She's uh, jealous because I'm out here talking to all these different girls. Then we get into a fight. And then now, you know, she done left me. And now she's with the next nigga having a good time in Jamaica or Turk and Caicos. And I'm not nowhere to be. Like, nigga, just reflect. Just reflect on all your losses. Like, you just, just reflect on all of that. Don't come at the IG models. Don't worry about it. You don't even know what an average person is doing. Because an average person, if they wanted to, they can go on them trips as well. Because you know what they would do? Save their coin. Okay? So, like, nigga, don't sit back here and try to have us against the IG models because you on the protest and you feeling jealous because you sliding through and you seen your bitch looking good in a bathing suit and you trying to figure out where the rest of her friends at, who what nigga she with. Nigga, don't worry about it. She out. She out and about, and she having a good time, and she ain't thought about your corny ass, okay? Kick rocks, Bow Wow. Really, kick them. Can your feet even reach the rocks? Can you Just kick them. Just kick them, because we're not getting it here at all. So, just let it go. I mean, you got this little growing up in hip-hop show. You know, save all of this little drama. Save that shit for there, Okay. And speaking of drama, so Mona tells the couples they need to get it together because we got the film, okay? The Safari, the Erica, the Sin, and the Joe. Y'all got to get this shit together because filming has started. And we need to keep up loving hip-hop New York, okay? If y'all not the fuck together, you better act like you're the fuck together because Mona Scott wants your coins. Y'all on a contract for life with Mona. This bitch might be the next Suge Knight. Okay, there's no leaving out of your contract with Mona Scott. If you can't stand that nigga, if that nigga treated you like shit, if he fucked with the next bitch down two houses from you, Mona don't care. She wants you to act your ass off and get this coin so that she can get paid. Okay, she don't care that the ratings is down. Y'all gonna bring the ratings because y'all gonna be fake, you know broken up or whatever the case may be or whatever but Mona don't care okay so when just know when you sign on that dotted line you're selling everything over to Mona you're selling her your fallopian tubes you're selling her your vagina like you're selling everything to her 
Okay, everything to her. You don't get to keep anything. Not even your fucking contacts and your eye if you wear them. She keeps everything. Like, everything belongs to Mona Scott. So, if you just dealt with a shitty breakup, y'all niggas better fix that shit and get it together. Because Mona has money to make. Okay? And she ain't got time for y'all to be going through whatever fuck y'all going through. Because my bitch is trying to make her coin. So, uh, the Joe and the Sin, you better get it together. Safari and Erica, get it together. Okay, because Mona ain't got no time to be wasting no viewership and ratings on y'all asses, okay? Okay. Um, and speaking of ratings, so Basketball Wives is coming back June 15th. Everyone knows that Evelyn and Tammy were arguing back and forth on Instagram. So this season should be pretty good. Um, was I over Basketball Wives? Yes. Um, do I care about them bringing it back? Maybe. I do hear some spicy things that's going on. I think that girl... That's like Malaysia's cousin or something. She's going to be fighting Jackie. Then, of course, Evelyn and Tammy. Then, you know, Jennifer is back. So, they boy Jennifer back. So, the ratings must be good with everybody against Jennifer. But, you know, what? only thing I don't like about this show is that nobody on here is a wife. Um, everyone is ex-wives or girlfriends. And... And if they are a wife, they're not a wife to anybody that I give a fuck about. Um, yes, I know that the wives like LeBron James and this stuff, they're not their women are not gonna do no show like this. I get it and I can understand why. But I would rather have wags of Miami than basketball wives because wags of Miami give me a whole different type of vibe and at least majority of those bitches on there are married or the other little show baller wise like I'll take that back instead of basketball wise but you know I guess basketball wise is gonna be good Evelyn and Tammy is a classic with their shit that they arguing about um we already knew they were never going to be friends even though they tried and tried to work it out but that just miserably failed so we'll just see um how this season plays out I mean I don't really care about it that much but we'll see how it plays out and speaking of seeing how everything plays out so if if anybody didn't think that the Kardashians is going to film this Jordan Woods shit with Chloe, guess again. The mid-season trailer came out. And of course, it shows Chloe finding out about Jordan and Tristan. And then of course, it shows her looking at the red table conversation and yelling at the thing, calling the girl a liar and all this other shit. So... This is my thing that I have with this whole Khloe Kardashian and Jordan thing. If you listen to previous shows before, y'all know I told y'all that Tristan was trying to get out. Trying to get a find a way out and, you know, he just, I guess, didn't know what to do. So, in my opinion, he uses this poor girl as bait. Her friendship is over between her and Kylie and now Chloe hates her. You are going about your business. You're going to be co-parenting, whatever. 
Mind you, Jordan is doing perfect. She didn't need the Kardashians to do anything because we already know that she was rich before she even, you know, became friends with Kylie. But the thing that I have an issue with with this situation is my issues with Tristan Thompson because my nigga... You couldn't be a grown-ass man and just break up with the bitch. Like, if you ain't want to be with her no more, why couldn't you just be like, yo, this ain't working. We need a co-parent, whatever. And then whatever comes your way, if you feel like the Kardashians are going to exploit you, whatever, you could have had your management work that out. But you're going to use this innocent poor girl to get you out of your situation. That's some clown shit, okay? And I ain't never never ever well let me take that back i heard some shit like that i mean people people do do that every day they use other people to get out of situations that they don't like to be in and i feel like that's some clown ass shit i feel like that's some insecure shit and i feel like if you can't be upfront with your partner and just let them know like look this ain't working i got some spaghetti even if you gotta change your number you know, just for them to get it. Like, okay. But, like, you going to use this girl. People came at her hard, called her a hoe, called her this. Meanwhile, you outside of fucking restaurants and shit with your big, tall ass getting drunk. Okay? Living your fucking best life while this girl is getting trashed on the internet. A clown. And, you know, as far as Khloe Kardashian, like, sis, how many times we got to tell you to give this shit up? Give it up. Like... At this point, bitch, you got what you wanted. You was the only sister, ugly duckling, who could not have a baby. Okay, so now you finally got pregnant, all right? Just let it go, sis. He don't want you. Let it the fuck go. Now, I know it's hard for me to tell you this, okay? But unfortunately, that's just what it's got to be. Like, this nigga don't want you. Like, this nigga don't want you. He don't want you. He probably was thinking in his mind, like, damn, this should have been like a one-time thing. But he just kept coming back to you because at the time, he probably was doing a little clout chasing, wanting to get his name out there. People were starting to recognize him more. And it is what it is. He got what he needed. Gone. He probably, in the midst of it, didn't even think he was going to get your fucking ass pregnant. But then when that happened, it was just like, fuck. So... Listen, Lamar Odom is out, okay? He Not out, but he's back, all right? He done wrote a book. He done told us all the, you know, things in the book. He done let us know, you know, how much of a bitch he was to you. If anything, just get back with Lamar. Let him raise the fucking baby, okay? Because I doubt if Tristan is even trying to see you or do any type of fucking co-parenting shit with you. So at this point, just let Lamar Oda raise the baby. It makes fucking sense. He already apologizes for every fucking thing he did to you. And he was, honestly, Chloe and Lamar were cute. They were a couple that was like, okay, they were real. Chloe can be her real self. She didn't have to, you know, compete with the sisters or none of that because she had her like a real relationship. But now it's like, Girl, you making yourself look extra thirsty. You making yourself look just pitiful, okay? And at the end of the day, 
and just raise that nice chocolate baby, okay? Because y'all wanted chocolate babies. You got the chocolate baby. Just raise the chocolate baby, okay? Leave that nigga alone. That nigga ain't thought. And for anybody who ain't think that the Kardashians is going to film that, you crazy as hell. Because we knew that was coming. We knew it was going to be on this season. They didn't have anything else. And they have to keep the fucking ratings up. So they know what the fuck to show us, Okay? This show and these Kardashians will never die. And I keep fucking telling people that. Even if, you know, the black culture stops, you know, praising them or whatever the case people may feel. At the end of the day, these bitches are still going to find a way to rule us in. Okay. And ain't no motherfuckers is going to watch that scene because they want to know what really went down. Okay, and of course, they're going to give it to us their way. And of course, we're going to go back to the red table and compare to what Jordan said. So it's going to be some shit all over and they're going to be trending again. All right. They know what to do to make themselves hot. They know. So at the end of the day, I feel like this. I just Tristan is not my cup of tea. He ain't my cup of tea. And for him to do some shit like that and use that girl to get out of a fucking relationship, that's some clown, corny ass shit. So, you know, it is what it is. And for her to even be used as a pawn to get out of a relationship is just beyond. Like, if anything, you should have just threw him to another little side drink that was in there that ain't nobody even know about. But you, you know, maybe she wanted to get out too. Who knows? But speaking of get out, so Jason Mitchell... He got dropped from the shy and Desperados because of sexual harassment allegations that came forth against him. Um, looks like from the shy, the girl that plays his girlfriend, Jerrica, she was voicing a lot of things about him to the point where she wanted to leave the show. And to the point where like her husband had to come on to the show to like be there when they did certain things. Um I was very shocked with this because, like, he's the main character. So, I feel like now what they're going to do is either get him hemmed up with this drug shit that's starting on the shot, like, that's populating on the shot, or they're going to kill him off. Now, I've I've been waiting for Lena to come out with something, but, you know, all she did was, like, retweet that the shot is going to continue. It's still going to go on for next season, whatever. Um, and I wanted to see what her opinion was because I know she's really into like, you know, the Me Too thing and, you know, things like that. So I really wanted to know what her opinion was. Um, when I look at like photos of them on the red carpet, him and the girl that plays his girlfriend, she does look very uncomfortable. Like her face like says it all, like look very uncomfortable. And... It's just so crazy that, you know, this young black actor who, you know, acts very well, you know, he's young, he's really good in the shy, he's like one of the best, you know, characters that majority of people like, and for, you know, now his job to be taken away from him even his agency dropped him so it's like dude like what do you have to fall back on but then it's just like it has us question too like why are all our black men you know losing everything where we have Harvey Weinstein who just did a 44 million dollar settlement <laughs> okay like he settled with a, like he has to pay all of these 
you know, accusers. Like, you know, and then he just goes back to living his rich ass life. Whereas the black men who get caught up in this, they lose everything and jeopardize everything. So would it be a double standard? I'm not sure, but that's just, you know, how we have to look at everything, how it plays out. Um, Desperados, it was like on, it was shooting for Netflix and they let him go as well because people on there, the cash, you know, had some allegations against, against him. So it just hurts. Um, I really want to know what he has to say. Cause I felt like by now, maybe his publicist or someone would have came out with something, but nothing has, you know, really came out or really, you know, played out. So I guess we'll just, you know, see how the shot plays out. Like, I really was shocked with that news. Like, it really caught me off guard. It really, like, kind of hurt me a little bit. Because I was just like, damn, like, how the fuck could this even happen? And why did this even happen? Because I didn't even think this could be, you know, possible. But, hey. Um... So, also little Mo, she is single, y'all. Thank God. I've been praying and, like, wishing that she would be single because that nigga that she was with was fucking horrible, okay? Carl was a mess. So, little Mo is single. She looking good. I'm here for it. I'm all about it. I love it, okay? Okay. And I love that my girl is probably getting her sexy back, okay? Not saying that her sexy left when she was with that nigga Carl, but he was an ain't shit ass nigga, okay? Ain't shit ass nigga. And he definitely fall underneath the category with the hashtag black men cheat, okay? Because he was just cheating his ass off. If anybody watched Marriage Boot Camp, his ass was a liar, a cheat, and a fucking mess, okay? And I'm glad Mo got rid of him. So hopefully Mo can get back in the studio and give us some music or whatever the case may be. Hopefully she, you know, find her another good man or whatever and she just be good that's all we'll pray for is that she'll just be good but other than that hmm hmm i uh I- i'm here for it so you know i love me a good um you know sometimes a good thug a good thug nigga who got nice muscles looking real good and he just do anything for you type nigga. Like, if you looking at my bitch nigga, I'm going to punch in your face. That type of nigga. So, little baby. <laughs> the baby. Not little baby. The baby. Little baby and the baby are two different people, y'all. So, the baby was in a Louis Vuitton store. This fan thought that, you know, he was going to be doing something and thought that he was going to come at little baby, whatever the case may be. And then his name, his name is Cam Cohardy. So he came at Lil Baby hard. Okay. Lil Baby was chilling, took his clothes off. Then next thing you know, Lil Baby on the camera, this nigga Cam hard getting beat the fuck up. To the point where Lil Baby, I keep saying Lil Baby, fuck. The baby, all these goddamn babies. The baby beat that nigga so bad that his damn pants was coming down. That's how bad that nigga got beat up. So, you know. When I listen to Lil Baby in the car now, he just do something to me. Because, like, I'm like, damn, this nigga really, if I'm with him, he probably gonna ride for me. If that nigga was to disrespect me, he probably would beat that nigga the fuck up. And I just would think that it's so sexy. So now it's like, it's like I'm in love with the baby. Like, the baby just really, like, oh my God. He just made me feel so secure inside. Like, I mean, the way he beat that boy up, my God, it was something. 
It was something else. But we all love a thug. We love a good thug. I, we really do. But sometimes we got to run because that thug shit be getting real crazy. You know, it be getting too, too out of hand. But we want to be in the thug shit so bad because it's so sexy to us. It, like, turns us on, just makes us feel so good inside. But that nigga, the baby, he a thug for real, okay? He do. He probably do any any everything, okay? Any Anything. Anything. And you know, Cam go hard and he go on Instagram. He's still running his mouth. No, nigga, you got beat the fuck up in the mall. It was quite terrible. Actually, it was embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. But meanwhile, meanwhile, when I'm looking at the video and I'm seeing how, you know, aggressive is how, you know, the baby be, I'm like, Damn, I'm in love. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, speak that shit to me, baby. Speak it, the baby. Like, he just look. It just did something to a bitch. Like, whoo. Okay. All right, I'm back. I'm back. You know, the thuggish ways when they become, you know, when they do that little thug shit, it just take a bitch to another level. Like, I'm just on another moon, okay? It's on another moon. Woo. Okay. So, hmm. I can't go there no more. Okay. I ain't gonna go there. I'm done twerking. I done twerked enough. The baby done got me all riled up. Because I done twerked it, okay? Because he, we love a thug. Hashtag, we love a thug. Okay, so what you won't do, okay, is beg to get in the club during Memorial Day weekend. Okay, I saw a lot of you niggas outside begging the bouncer to let y'all in. Okay, why are you begging? It's about 50 clubs on this whole strip wherever niggas was begging to get in the club last night y'all it was quite ridiculous it really was it was quite embarrassing and i couldn't believe this shit meanwhile the women over there looking pretty just waiting for the bouncer to choose them to get inside and these niggas is at the front begging but guess what ain't nobody was pulling no money out though no money was being pulled out at all okay at all no money was being pulled out. It was just like, oh, okay. Oh, y'all niggas want to get in? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, y'all can't be doing that. All right? That's what you want to do. It's just, it's just quite embarrassing. Okay? Quite embarrassing. All right? And it just just don't make you look good at all. So that's what you want to do. And what you want to do, women, okay, how how the hell can you get scammed out of $80,000 after getting engaged to a man you met online? Okay, that's what you won't do is just go out here and just marry any old body. You got to do your research on these niggas, okay? First of all, you met the nigga online. Then you marry him, okay? You marry him the day after you met him? So he done convinced you, like, so his talk game was so damn good that he done convinced you that y'all was in love, okay? A week after y'all met each other and got engaged. That bitch, that's what you won't do. You can't be out here doing no shit like that. You at least got to be with these niggas for at least six years, bitch, maybe ten. Shit, some people's been niggas for 15 years and still ain't get engaged. But you only been with the nigga or only seen the nigga one time. One time, and you fell in love just after a week, and he proposed to you, and then convinced you that y'all was going to move in together, and you gave him $80,000 towards the cost of the house and the furniture, 
And then when he got the money, he cut you. But there wasn't, okay, there wasn't any red flags when you first got with this man the first the, the first time you met him, I guess not. So that's what you won't do. You won't do that. Don't be meeting these niggas online and giving them all of your heart and giving them all of your trust, okay? This is online. That's, that's what you won't do, okay? You just can't do that, all right? Now, what you won't do is beg to get into the club, okay? I don't even care if it's during Memorial Day weekend, whatever weekend. Stop begging to get into the club, niggas, okay? You're looking crazy out here. All right, you looking broke, looking foolish, okay? And what you won't do, okay, is get engaged to a nigga that you met online and you only see him for just a, for one day, okay? You just met him that one day, all right? And then the week after you getting married, then you giving him $80,000? That's what you won't do. Bitches, do your research, okay? Don't be with these niggas that you see online, all right? Because they're fake. Half of them are catfishing you, okay? That dating app shit, I can't get down with that shit. Because you know why? One, I done seen people men on there, okay? People boyfriends and shit. And two, this shit just ain't right. It ain't right because these people be lying. They be lying. So that's what you won't do. You won't get fucking engaged after you done met a nigga online and only talk to him for a goddamn week. Okay, you can't do that shit. Just just doesn't add up. Right? Just doesn't add up. Okay? So this has been episode 81, Hell's Angels. I hope everyone had a good Memorial Day weekend. I hope everyone had a good relaxing day. Cause tomorrow it's back at it. We're back at it, good people. So of course you can check us out at Shanghai underscore chronicles and also my personal page is Shanghai87. Um also you can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, all of those uh streaming networks. Um of course I'm here bringing y'all all the juicy ghetto. Okay, not even ghetto, but just all the juicy stuff. Okay. Because I'm not even got to, I don't even know why the fuck I said that. But anyway, um, I try to make sure I have the show for you guys on Saturdays. So please look out for that. If you need to listen to um, previous episodes, you can definitely do that on all of those platforms. And I definitely have not forgot about the website. It is definitely coming. I'm just trying to strategize everything, figure out what I want to do. So, you know, it. Just be on the lookout for that, okay? So yet again, this is episode 81, Hell's Angels. Hope you guys have a good work week, and I'm out. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.